0: Before we bring you tonight's Tales of the Texas Rangers, here's a Christmas message all of us associated with this program would like you to hear. Christmas is just two weeks away, and unless everybody helps in his own city or town, there are some less fortunate children who will not receive Christmas gifts. Let's everyone join your local groups and give a thing. A thing for kids for Christmas. In your town... There are one or more agencies collecting toys for less fortunate children. Do your part and contribute the things you can. Thank you. The National Broadcasting Company presents Joe McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. Tonight, transcribed from Hollywood, another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Starring Joe McRae of Ranger Jace Pearson, Texas, more than 260,000 square miles, and 50 men who make up the most famous and oldest law enforcement body in North America. the strangers come these stories based on facts only names dates and places are dictated for obvious reasons the events themselves are a matter of record case for tonight the lucky dollar mm-hmm. It is 7.30 of a simmering hot night, August 14, 1945. In a small South Texas town not far from Corpus Christi, Joe Barry is counting up the day's receipts of his modest story. His wife, Clara, is locking up and back. What's the... the...
1: Well, what's happened to the lights? I'm not through back here. Well, I
0: didn't turn them off, Mom. One of the fuses must have blown. Yeah. Hey. You think it could be the refrigerator, Dad? No, I just put in a whole new unit, didn't I? Hey, you just stay where you are, Clara. I'll get my right here and see what the trouble is. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. I'll be careful. Let's yeah, see what we got here now. Oh, yeah, well, these fuses look good. Everything
2: seems all right in here, Mom.
0: Must be in the main switch box. I'll make a look outside. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I'll be down. The main switch is closed. Oh, who in your You're back to me and give me a flashlight. What? Who are you? am I? Now, hold her. Nobody's going to hold
2: up your bearing. i told you, I'll tell you. Didn't you find
1: the trouble,
2: Joseph?
1: Joseph? Joseph, what am I supposed to do in tiny kind of town up here with so little? Oh, Joseph. What are you doing? You old woman. Joseph, get away from me, Joseph. Shut up.
0: Regained consciousness, he staggered to the phone and called Sheriff Jennings, who in turn requested help from the Texas Rangers. Ranger Jace Person was at the scene of the crime a short time later. Just like Barry said, Sheriff, Pete pulled his master switch outside the store to draw up the storekeeper. and he must have thought Joe was alone in the store. Sure, he did. Too bad he wasn't. Mrs. Barry would be alive now. Well, let's go inside again, Sheriff. I'd like to ask Barry a few more questions. You know, Jace. This is really like another holdup we had in this area just a week ago. Yeah? liquor store. that. No gunplay, but otherwise just the same. Main switch pulled. Only went out to check the fuses. The slug. Nobody saw the feet? Nobody. It could be the same guy. Oh, could be. Mr. Barry. Yes, Ranger? Find anything more? Maybe. I know this is hard on you, but I'd like to ask a few more questions. Uh-huh. Go right ahead, Ranger. Ask all you want. I'll do anything to catch the devil that... That murdered my wife. I know. You're sure you didn't get a good look at the burglar? Something you could remember as identification? No, sir. He came up on me out of nowhere. No sound, nothing, until he spoke. Then we thought that that voice. I remember that whispering voice anywhere. Oh, you didn't mention that before, though. Didn't I? It's kind of hard to think right now, sir. Poor Clara. What did the burglar say, Mr. Barry? Not much, Ranger, but I'd know that voice. I'd know it all right. Well, go on. Try to remember it. Word for word. Uh, he said, hold everything, Pop. Keep your back to me and hand over your flashlight. And then when I fought him, let go, you old fool. But that's all. He hit me, and the next thing I knew, I saw Clara. I'm sorry, right, Mr. Down. I won't ask you to talk much more now, but Would you mind coming over to the cash register for a minute? Sure, I'll come with you. There was so little in the till, Ranger. Only forty-five dollars it was. Forty-five dollars for my clothes. Look here, Mister Barry. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about this piece of adhesive stuck on the front of the register? Looks like something was pasted here. It was, Ranger. That murdering scope even took the first dollar this store ever made. My lucky dollar! Lucky dollar! Yeah it stuck up there on the register with a couple of pieces of adhesive tape. He took it. Not all of it, Mr. Barry. Look here. a corner of the bill is still stuck under this piece of adhesive. Must have torn off when he grabbed it. There's not much to go on, Jason. But to start, Sheriff, a dollar bill that matches this torn corner and the bullets from Mrs. Barry's body. <laughs>
2: Come,
0: on. Come on. How can we help him, Jason? I'm best in for him with some rest, Sheriff. I'll leave it to you. All right. What about you? I'm hoping we can pick up some fingerprints on the register here and from the outside switchbox. I'll radio the lab crew to fly down here and we see what they can find. Meantime, we'll notify all banks to be on the lookout for a sticky-dollar bill with one corner missing. The lab crew came in from Austin and gathered all evidence. By the next day, I had a report from Captain Stinson. Yeah, Captain. Any make on the bullets or prints? Nothing on the bullets. All we know is that they're on a 32.
2: But on the prints, that's another thing. The lab dug up something interesting.
0: What's that? No
2: direct prints, Jase, but the thief wore cotton gloves. There's an imperfection
0: in the weave of the left thumb. Now, there's not a lot to go
2: on, Captain. I know it, Jase. You got any more leads?
0: Not exactly, but we don't think it was done by somebody just passing through. No, why not? Because Sheriff Jennings had a similar robbery in this area last week with the same M.O., Pulled the switch and worked in the dark. A lot
2: of people down there with a cotton season in full swing out
0: there. Swarms of them. Reckon
2: it could be a cotton worker? Uh,
0: It's hard to say.
2: Well, if it is, you've got a big territory to cover, Jase.
0: Well, i got an old dollar bill working for me, too, Captain. Yes. And
2: by the way, Jase, all the banks in your territory will have blow-ups of the torn corner of that bill by morning.
0: Good. I guess all we can do now, Captain, is sweat it out and wait for that dollar bill to pay off. (laughs) and Stinson made good his promise. By next morning, every bank in the area had a description of the missing lucky dollar and photos of the torn corner. Two days went by. Then, on the 19th of August, a man walked into State Bank. Yes, what can I do for you? Money. Here is money to pay for the loan on my house. Oh, we have a loan on your house? Yes. Your name, please. Ramos. Juan Ramos. Oh, I'll get your records, Mr. Ramos. Uh, what is wrong, senor? This dollar bill gave me, uh, uh, corners torn away. Well, mm, it's good. The dollar is good, no? Oh, sure, sure, but, uh, uh, just a minute, please. Uh, oh, okay. Hello. Well, I better get me the sheriff's office. Sheriff's office, <laughs> Jenny Singh. Hello, sheriff. This is Jim Loftus over at the bank. Oh, yes, Jim. What do we do here? Well, I just gave in the bank and handed me that dollar you're
2: looking for. He did? Let me
0: see. Hold on a minute. What's up, Sheriff? A man by the name of Ramos just passed a dollar at the bank that answers the description of the lucky dollar we've been looking for. He's still there. Tell him stalling will be right over. Hello, Jim. Yes, sir. We're coming right over, and don't let that Ramos get away.
2: This
0: is the missing lucky dollar, all right, Sheriff. The it matches? Mm-hmm. But I swear to you, Ranger, I do nothing wrong. I come to the bank to make payment for my house. Where'd you get this dollar, Amos? Well, I earned it, Ranger. King's having where it comes from. One day I work one place, okay. one day another place. Who knows where I get paid and yeah. all. Where was your last job? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I worked for five days for Mr. Larson's here. You know, I cost the tracks. Larson? Only oh, Larson. Runs a sort of swap shop and the Mexican settlement, Jay. It's a dump, but only does a pretty good business. Let's go see Mr. Larson then. Maybe he'll be able to tell us something about Ramos and the lucky dollar.
2: Tell
0: him, Mr. Larson. Ramos sure, works for me, Ranger, but only for a few days. Mr. Larson, look carefully at this dollar. Hmm. What about it? Ever see it before? I mm, do no, I know, Ranger. Dollar's a dollar, ain't it? Not always. Feel this one, for instance. And it's sticky. And the edge is torn. I remember, Ronnie. It's very important. To you. To me? An old lady was shot down, killed, by someone who stole this particular dollar. An old lady, that dollar come from someone who... No, 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 no. I didn't do it, Ranger. I earned the dollar here for Mr. Loss. Last... Take it easy, Ronnie. Say, maybe I do remember this dollar, Ranger. You do? And it seems to me a little Mexican girl gave it to me. I remember because it stuck to the other money she gave me. You know who we can find her? I uh, think she works at one of the cotton farms near the Sheriff. I don't know for sure, but she gave me this dollar and two more to pay down on a red silk dress. Yeah, I'll show you. It's in the back to the room. Never mind that, Mr. Larson. Just when did she pay you on the dress? Uh, just last evening, Ranger. Yeah, I keep open at night for the workers, uh, the cotton pickers. I paid off Ramos when we closed up. Must have given him that sticky buck along with the rest of his pay. (laughs) I told you. Mr. Larson, give me that dollar. The Girl, say when she'd be back for a dress. Today. You've never seen the girl before, Mr. Larson? You don't know her name or where she lives? No. Didn't you give her some kind of receipt for her deposit? Oh, sure, but just for the three bucks. When she brings in the receipt and the rest of the money, she gets the dress. Don't need a name and address for that. What do you think, Chief? I think we'll wait for the lady, Sheriff. Meantime... I must say, see you, Ranger. Stick around town. I may want to talk to you again. See you, Ranger. Now, Mr. Larson, you mind if we wait for the girl in the back room? Mm, of course not, Ranger. Just come this way. There ain't much to look at. All this junk buying here. But make yourself as comfortable as you can. Don't worry about us, Mr. Larson. Just go on about your business as if we weren't here. When the girl comes in... Let us know. We can depend on that, Ranger. I will. Jason, yes. do you reckon Ogie's telling us the truth? I don't know, Sheriff. We ought to find out pretty soon. I got a hunch that lucky dollar's going to hit the jackpot. <laughs> Listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. We continue now with tonight's case, The Lucky Dollar, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers. We waited in the back room for some time. Larson had a good trade, plenty of customers, but nobody wanting a red silk dress.
1: Then about an hour
0: later, a Mexican girl walked into the store. Hello. I think I might dress. Do you know that red dress? Gee, it's easy, child. Uh, yeah, sure, really. You got the rest of the money? Yes. Here you are. Mm-hmm. Six dollars. Yep, that's right. And you wait here now, and I'll go get the dress. It's her, Ranger. It's uh-huh. sure. Young lady? How do you mind telling you? I'm telling me you your name, where you live.
1: My name is Chita Marcelli. I live right now at Mr. Compton's farm. At this my family works for My mother's father's wedding.
0: That's that, Compton. I know him, He Owns one of the biggest farms in these parts. When did he pay his picker, Sheriff? Like the rest. Once a week. Saturdays. Oh, Why do you ask this question. Because you paid this dollar down on the dress last night, Cheetah. It's the dollar we've been looking for. This
1: dollar?
0: Yeah, where'd you get it? It's
1: from my hair I get for working in picking cotton.
0: If you're a picker, how come you're off work at this time of day?
1: I want to get my new dress all right into the farm on one of the trucks.
0: You can walk off your job anytime you feel like it, It's my
1: business. You're
0: wrong there, young lady. Plenty of our business when we pass a stolen dollar. Eh? What? Well, come on. You're going back to the Compton farm with us. <laughs> Sheriff Jennings and I drove Cedar Marsalis back to the Thompson farm. The girl had a new red dress, but it didn't seem to make her happy. We found Prescott Compton at one of the trucks near the main house, weighing the cotton his pickers were bringing in. Well, that
2: Compton
0: right over there. Two and a half
2: pounds, Andrew. Okay, I'll send
0: that your count. Dump off, Mr. Compton. Well, howdy, Sheriff. This is Ranger Pearson. We'd like to talk to you. Of course. Does this girl work for you, Mr. Compton? She does? Oh, sure she does, Ranger. A whole more family works for me. fine people. Hey, what are you doing away from the fields, Cheetah? You haven't gotten yourself in any trouble, has you? I've done nothing, Mr. Compton. She passed this jolly bill that was stolen in a robbery and killing four days ago, Mr. Compton. Cheetah can't seem to remember where she got it unless it was from you. Not from me, she didn't. That robber was four days ago. I pay off on Saturdays, Ranger. Where a whole family is hired, like the Marsalis, so I pay the head of the family. In this case, the father. This is see dollar, Ranger. Here you are. No, sir. I didn't get this from me. I swear. I've been paying my pickers off with new bills. New bills. Mm-hmm. Well, Cheetah. I didn't do
2: anything wrong,
1: Ranger. I don't know where that dollar
0: came from. Well, we'll soon settle this, Ranger. Cheetah's brother's working right close here.
2: Carlos. Carlos. Carlos.
0: Come over here a minute, boy. Hey, senor, what do you want? Cheetah, where you're Papa looked everywhere for you. The ranger here wants to ask some questions, Carlos, about the money your sister has. has been a little trouble. Trouble? Trouble with Cheetah? What's she done? Did your father give her any spending money, Carlos? Hey, father gave us all a little. Hey, ranger, fifteen, Maybe 75 cents. And you never give Cheetah as much as $8 or $9 at a time, eh? Oh, no, senor, never. Cheetah never had that much. Any idea where she might have gotten it? I can guess. From Bandy Bird. Oh, from who? Bandy Bird. Donald, uh, Bandy Bird, has worked with me for over a year, Ranger. Trust with it, so far as I know. Except he fancies himself sort of a lazy man around. Cheetah. What do you want? Did Donald Bird give you this dollar? No, I
2: tell you, I don't
0: know where I get that dollar. Then you're right, Hey, take it easy, my dollar. You should forget the money from Lord of place Bandy. And no sister of mine going to take money from a man like that. Where does Bird work, Mr. Compton? Well, call us and take you right to his truck, Ranger. Hey, you better show you the way, Ranger. And you, little sister, you'll take your carpet here across to the house where I can keep an eye on you when we come back with your fine dandy. It's choosing everybody. Come on, Sheriff. Carlos, let's get started for Bird's truck. Oh. Carlos Marsalis directed us along the road to the cotton field to where Donald Bird had been working. The trailer was there, but the truck was nowhere in sight. Hey, that's strange, senor. I know he was working here. Hey, Sam. Come over here a minute, huh? Come right out, boss. Maybe moved to another part of the field. No, I don't think so, sir. What do you want, Carl? Where's Dandy Bird? Mm-hmm. This Ranger here wanted. What, well, Dandy drove out of the field three or four hours ago, Mr. Ranger. That's so He's in town? He sure is, boss, at the cotton Inn. Did Dandy get himself some kind of trouble? I'm going to make him plenty of trouble. He'd only cheer alone. The sister? Well, she drove into town with Dandy. She did. And she lied to us twice, Sheriff. Bird was at the gym when she came to the store for a dress. Sure he was. Thanks for the information, Sam. Oh, glad I can help us. Carlos, yes, listen. Can you give us a good description of Dandy Bird? See, yes, yes. see, yes. About as tall as the sheriff. At least in size, what's He's it? thin, blonde, Colorized? eyes, blue, pale blue, cold like a snake's eye. Uh, no scars, no distinguishing marks. Nothing. Only he is always dressed up, even in a truck at work. He dresses fancy. That's why they call him Dandy. That's a pretty good description, Jase. Couldn't be hard to pick him out, you car. Oh, please, Ranger. let me go with you to town. No. You can do more good back at the farm, Carlos. I'll drop you there. You keep an eye on your sister until we contact you again. Eh, bueno, We'll head back for town, Sheriff. We'll pick up Dandy at the cotton gin. of trucks at the Collins Inn, but we didn't see any driver that answered Dandy's description. Sheriff James and I went up to the loading platform and headed for the superintendent's office. Here we are, James. Yes, sir, what can I do for you? Ranger range of person would I like some information, Mr. Collins. Why, sure. Come on in my office so we can hear ourselves talk. There. Have a chair, gentlemen. Now, oh, how can I help you? You know most of the drivers by sight, don't you, Mr. Collins? I'd say so, Ranger. The regulars, anyway. But there's a heavy crop this year. You saw the line of trucks outside. Well, there's lots of new drivers. The man we want is regular, Mr. Collins. Works for press conference. The man's name is Donald or Dandy Bird. Dandy? Why, sure, I know him. Honey, you should ask for him, too. Well, somebody else wanted him? Yeah, phone call came in here about half half hour ago. Phone call? Mm-hmm. I went out on the platform and gave a yell. Andy moved up close to the head of the line he climbed out and came back in the office with me. And you heard the conversation? What there was of it, Ranger. I wasn't paying much attention. But it seems to me he did say something about meeting somebody at the same place tonight. Then he hightailed out of here, and I haven't seen him since. you have any idea where he went? No, and I wish I did. I left the truck standing blocking the whole line. You're looking for Dan dandy, Bird, Ranger. I'd like to get my hands on him myself. Well, thanks, Mr. Collins. Oh, uh, one thing more. Do you know who called Bird on the phone? I know... Sounded like some little Mexican gal. I left Sheriff Jennings scouring the town for Bird, while I went back to the Thompson farm to have a talk with Cheetah. who didn't have much time; it was getting dark. As I turned off the highway onto the Thompson Road, I saw Carlos Masala running toward me. Now what is it, Carlos? What? I thought I told you to keep an eye on her. I did, I did. She wanted to go on track and I wait. Once you don't come out, I go in. That chair is gone. Her clothes, everything. And then I look out the window. I see her stopping the bus. I, I run after, her, but it's no use. The bus was gone. A bus? That's me coming down here. Highland, Carlos. We'll follow <laughs> And I followed that bus for 18 miles. Then we thought she'd get off in a town that wasn't one of us and stop. She went into a dingy beer joint. It was small, but permanent and noisy. the power and wouldn't be noticed. And he sat there for almost an hour. Why should my sister go into a place like that? I hope it's because of Dandy. I hope he shows up. i think it's killing me. He left a safe, Carlos. You'll get what's coming to him. See, si, but you've to sit here, Ranger, doing nothing. Now, wait a minute. Look. Going into the cantina now. Huh? Is that Bird? He said that Let me go, huh? No. You stay here, Carl. And I mean it. Here, Ranger. Whatever you say. <laughs> Can I buy a
1: dear baby?
0: Sandy. Oh, Sandy, darling. I was so afraid you wouldn't come. Oh, I told you I went on
1: the phone, didn't I? You see, you did. But I was so frightened. Who's that Ranger? Then I had a big fight with my family. Even me. Poor kid. I leave
0: them, Dandy. I leave my family to quickly to you. Yeah, sure nobody followed you here, kid.
1: No. No one even saw me leave the farm. Good.
0: I can do without them rangers sleeping on my tail. Hey, uh, wait a... Uh, uh, two
1: beers. Dandy, what you do to make
0: those rangers come for you? I do? What does anybody do to get the rangers after him? Those guys are always looking for trouble.
1: Hey, what about them babies?
0: You right away. Dundee, tell me the truth. For you, I need my family, Dundee. I love you. Yeah, you are know, baby. You senor? Ah, Just in time. Boy, am I dry. <sighs> like I said, kid, <laughs> Dandy Bird never makes trouble for nobody. I've got plans that you.
1: Dundee, what's wrong?
0: There's a ranger coming in the door. He's sitting
1: this way. He was a gun, Come day. on, Tina, but get out of here. There we are, are
2: birds. you did leave the ranger he here. You me. stay where you are, Ranger. Don't go for your guns. i got the girl in front of me. Daddy, let me go. Oh, no, no. You'll stay. your stay close. me. Dandy. Get me. the girl out of the way, bird. Keep away from
0: her. that door. Out of my life, Ranger. You try to kill me and you hit her first. Can you freak me. Right? me.
2: me. See, you I think you don't look me. take a devil. Can't I, can't let me get this door open. Don't come any closer, Ranger. He has a gun, Ranger. Get away from him, Cheetah! i All right, I'll be here, you look. Sheena, Hold it, Dandy. Oh yeah! <laughs> don't, don't shoot no more, Rachel! Don't shoot no more. I'm
0: done. You sure are. Too bad you didn't stick to the cotton business. Come on, Dandy. On your foot. <coughs> glove with the imperfect weave was found on Donald Byrd at the time of his capture. Confronted with this and the undeniable evidence establishing his gun as the murder weapon, Donald Dandy Byrd made a full confession. Cedar Marcellus was given a suspended sentence of five years. Byrd was sent to the state penitentiary at Huntsville for the rest of his life. star of our show, Joel McRae, with another interesting anecdote about the Texas Rangers. In the early oil boom days of Texas, the Rangers were faced with a problem of rounding up lawbreakers and holding them in custody until they could get them to the nearest jail, which might be 50 miles away. Captain M.T. Lone Wolf Gonzalez, now commander of Company B, Texas Rangers, used a novel fresh-air jail that became known as the Ranger Trot it was simply a long chain strung up between two posts with 50 or 60 trace chains attached. When an arrest was made, he padlocked the free end of the trace chain to his prisoner and left him there to face the jibes and laughter of the local citizens. Though it's no longer used today, the Ranger top line started quite a few would-be bad men on the straight and narrow path. And to this day, there are some characters who still can't stand the sight of a trace chain. Good night, folks. See you same time next week. Good night, Joel. Folks, there have been so many requests for the Texas Ranger Prayer read by Joel McRae a few weeks ago that there has been some delay in answering all of the mail. If your copy of the Texas Ranger Prayer has not been received as yet, please be patient. You should receive your copy soon. by Virginia M. Cook, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keats. This is Hal Gibney speaking. chimes mean good times on NBC. It's your ho for the open sea tomorrow as the Railroad Hour presents Gilbert and Sullivan's comic opera, The Pirates of Penzance, starring Gordon McRae, Lucille Norman, and Clark Dennis. Gordon McRae will star in the comedy character role of the Major General. This will be the third of Gilbert and Sullivan's musical whimsies offered on the Railroad Hour. For music in a more serious manner tomorrow, the NBC Symphony brings you another hour-long concert of some of the world's greatest music, under the baton of the brilliant young conductor, Guido Cantelli. Now the $64 question. Three chimes mean good times on NBC.